DJ N, Angela Yee, and Charlemagne the God. The, the Breakfast Club, bitches. The voice of the culture. People watch The Breakfast Club for like moves and really be tuned in. It's one of my favorite shows to do. Just because y'all always keep it 100, y'all keep it real. They might not watch the news, but they're on Twitter. They're on Facebook. They're, you know, they're listening to The Breakfast, the Breakfast Club. Club. Get your ass up. Good morning, USA! Yo, 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 Good morning, Angela Yee. Good morning, DJ MV. Charlemagne the God. Peace to the planet. Guess what day it is? Guess what day it is? Good morning. Morning, morning, morning. What's happening? How's everybody feeling today? Not bad. I'm blessed, black, and highly favored. I'm good. Now, you were in Martha's Vineyard yesterday. Oh, yeah, I was in Marvel's Vineyard for a quick second. I was at a a spot called Salt, uh, Anita Kopach. You know, her book, Shallow Waters, is out right now. So we had a mm-hmm. nice book signing conversation for her uh, book, Shallow Waters, which is about uh, Yimmy Yah, mm. the black mermaid, Okay, you know, who comes from <laughs> Africa to Western civilization, travels the whole Middle Passage. Mm-hmm. It's a love story in search of love and among other things, but yeah, go get it if you haven't got it yet. But we had a great time in Martha's Vineyard yesterday. I was there for two seconds. Oh, cool. In and out. All, All right. right. Sounds like a plan. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I just want to say, in New York City, they have these new mandates that are taking place where in, it's, in order to eat indoors, you have to be vaccinated to go mm-hmm. to these indoor events. I was thinking about it, though, yesterday. I was at our juice bar, uh, Juices for Life, in Brooklyn. It does put a lot on the employees. It's already hard for them to tell people to wear a mask when they come in. Mm-hmm. But now you have to ask people for vaccination cards. People can be really combative, too, if they don't feel like wearing a mask. So I don't know what to tell my employees. Like, should you go back and forth? Should you tell people to leave? No, you shouldn't go back and forth with anybody. I mean, that's what a lot of the restaurants uh, were saying. They have a restaurant coalition. They were saying, now you want me to feed people and police people. Yeah, it's you, really you difficult. Much, you, want, you want me to do your job because now I have to police people of the vaccine cards, which is foul. Well, aren't you technically, if you're an owner of an establishment, aren't you policing people anyway? Not really. Because you got everybody got yeah, dress codes. Have... You got dress codes at restaurants if you're right. If you're an owner, not really. It's not really dress codes. And it's also hard because people is. are now used no. to not yes. wearing a mask, and what? so you know, since the, they have loosened the restrictions, but now you have to put them back in place. Mm-hmm. Then there's people who are so anti wearing a mask, and it can. I, so I told them, I was like, "Look, we have the sign on the door that masks are required. You guys wear your masks. Make sure you always have yours on. Mm-hmm. If someone comes in, ask them to wear a mask. If they get argumentative." You know, it's hard because then if you don't want to serve them or you tell them, it just turns into yeah, a whole big thing. It turns a situation, yeah. Yeah, and what I don't it? want them to be in that situation where they're going back and forth and it could potentially... Absolutely. Just just add masks to the signs of service. You know, I used to walk in and say, no shoes, no shirt, no service. And I used to always wonder, like, who the hell's walking in here with no shoes? <laughs> now you just got to add, you know, no masks, no shoes, no shirt, no service. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it already says you have to have on a mask to even enter. Mm-hmm. But, you know, people are doing what they want. Is that for comedy shows and everything, too? Yes, yeah, any I, yeah indoor venues. Really? Yep. But ours is a takeout spot, so we don't have to check check vaccinations. It's not an indoor dining place. So right now we put the chairs up, so I don't think gotcha. we have to worry about that. But I do want to encourage people who are going to places and there's these mandates in place. Understand that the employees aren't making the rules, and you can get fined if you don't follow them. And mm-hmm. that starts, I think, September 13th. They start actually initiating fines for people. Mm-hmm. So we just don't want to put our employees in a situation. They're just following what they're supposed to do. I know sometimes you get mad at people who tell you, oh, you can't come in here like that. But don't get mad at them. That's real. Just 
you know, just take it easy. Everybody's having a difficult time that, right now. But, but, and you're so right. Don't get buck when you know the rules. Right. <laughs> they told you before. We didn't put these rules in place. So don't come in. Don't come in and get buck now. We're all confused. But if they tell you, look, this is what I've been told. I don't make the rules. Just be cool. I, now, I got one question for everybody out there. If it's, Maybe somebody can help me out. I don't like your questions. I hate when you ask questions. Whenever so, you think about a question, it's going crazy. So yesterday, uh, you oh, know, God. going to the gas station. I see that they you sell... You get gas every day. Yeah, I mean, I didn't get gas yesterday. I had to get gas <laughs> yesterday. I see that they sell weed in gas stations now, right? If you live in Jersey... Really? Yes, they sell weed. They sell edibles, and they sell pre-rolls. And smoke. What store is this? I ain't seen oh, this shit. A bunch of gas stations. Really? Bunch of gas. So I asked yesterday, I said, well, how are y'all selling weed in gas stations? And they were like, well, we're not necessarily selling weed. We're selling the lighter, and we give you the weed for free. Yes, so they really? sell a lighter for sixty dollars, and then they give you your smoke because in New Jersey they're saying that you know you can't get arrested for weed, so they sell the light. I want to know how legal that is. He told me it was legal. They said they do it all day long, and I he thought about it. Snitching on people this morning. No, they tell they Which said gas it's legal. station. There's a bunch of gas stations all, all up and down. And New Jersey. Sitting, out, sitting, out, wow. sitting outside that gas station eating this banana top, but I don't like this. No, I don't like this. <laughs> that was like that. I'm about that, to drop a dime on this gas it. station. You sell a lighter for thirty dollars, they give you a free bag of weed. So they're not necessarily selling weed; they're selling the lighter, but they're throwing weed. So if anybody knows anything about it, please let me know. Because you can sounds, do it as long as you're wearing a mask. Sounds like an interesting business. <laughs> I ain't been in a gas station in Jersey in so long simply because they pumped the gas for you. I'm sorry, I know out of town, people out of town can't relate. But <laughs> when you pull up to a gas station in Jersey, you don't have to pump the gas; they pump it for you. Yes, they do. All, all right. right, let's get the show cracking. Front page news, what are we talking about? Well, I told you all this is very confusing, but let's talk about vaccinations. Let's talk about COVID numbers. And we'll tell you about the first NFL team that is 100% vaccinated. All right, we'll get into that next. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Let's get into some front page news. Where are we starting? Well, the Atlanta Falcons have become the first and only NFL team to have a 100% COVID vaccination rate amongst the players. And so now each player will enjoy the benefits of being able to work out and eat together. They don't have to test daily. They don't have to wear masks around the facility. And they don't have to quarantine following a close contact with somebody who does test positive. And probably the best thing they do all season. Probably be the only one in the whole season. Now, the NFL's uh, Raiders will require fans to show a vaccine proof or get a shot at the gate. So in order for things to look as normal as possible with the stands filled with fans, everybody has to show that they've gotten the vaccine and anybody who hasn't can still enter after you get a shot at the stadium. But I thought once you get the shot, it doesn't really get effective for like seven days later. Listen, I that's weird to me, but maybe this is their way of trying to get people to actually get the shot. Maybe, you, you know, but that is weird because you don't get the shot and then all of a sudden it works. Yeah, it takes, I think, seven days or something like that. Immediately. But yeah, that's their policy. Now, the governor of Texas, Greg Abbott, has tested positive for COVID as the cases in that state have spiked. So he's been tested daily. Tuesday was his first positive test result. He is getting this antibody treatment, even though he's not experiencing symptoms. He's also vaccinated, too, by the way. So fully he doesn't vaccinated. Have any and he got a booster shot, they said, or something yep. like that, right? He's fully vaccinated. And so he's also getting this treatment. And he had recently posted pictures of a standing room-only event uh, that just happened. And he said, let's keep this energy up and send a message that Texas values are not up for grabs. But people are like, pay attention to what the governor is doing. He's fully vaccinated. So therefore, he doesn't have any symptoms, got the booster shot. And now he has access to get this antibody uh this antibody shot as well. Yeah, but, you know, they, they keep pointing to the fact that he was in a, a, a packed room. He had like a, I don't know what it was, some type of event, but it was packed and he was in there with no mask and people were in there with no mask. 
So you can still pass the virus. Absolutely. Right, that's the whole point. Mm-hmm. But we knew that, though. But he has no symptoms. Right. So Now. Right. Well, I mean, he's asymptomatic. The only reason he knew that he had it was because he got tested. Now, in Florida, Mississippi, Hawaii, and Oregon, they have all hit new peaks for daily COVID cases and hospitalizations. So here's the difference, though. Oregon and Hawaii have higher vaccination rates and mask mandates. Therefore, they have more room left in the ICU. And Florida and Mississippi, on the other hand, are having struggles. They have uh, no room left in their ICU. And so you can see with, uh, with higher vaccination rates and with those mask mandates, that means that you'll never be in the position of a Florida and Mississippi, hopefully because of that. Now, child COVID cases are increasing steadily and schools are just now opening. So experts warn that this is just the beginning. As schools are opening now, more than 121,000 child cases were reported last week. They said that is a continuing substantial increase. And so just beware, many schools that have gone back to campus are already seeing the impact of the spread. And more than 3,000 students and employees have been quarantined in the New Orleans Public School District because of COVID last week. And that is almost 6% of the students and teachers in that particular district. Now, when y'all say children, what age? Because y'all be calling everybody children. Y'all call Dr. Dre's daughter a child. She's 38. What do, y'all, what do y'all mean children? Well, that's his child. I know, but what do you mean? When you say kids, <laughs> how old are you talking about? Um, I mean, it depends. Uh, we're talking about, yes, this was just about um, high school. 12 and under. Oh, yeah. That's what I thought it was. Well, 12 and under is even younger. But those are the ones that are not eligible to get vaccinated. No, who's right. getting impacted? You said that it's impacting I kids. I thought they said 12 and under yesterday on the news. Mm-hmm. That's still too broad. I got a two-year-old. I got a five, six-year-old. Right there in school. And a 13-year-old. I need to know, like, exact ages that this COVID thing is impacting the kids. All you know? of them. Just be careful. No, you Tell can't say that. You can't just scream out all of them like that. I didn't even know. Well, I think the point is that if your child, children can't get vaccinated right now. And so while these cases are going up and kids 12 and under who can't get vaccinated, it's going to continue to go up because school is back in session. All right. And that is your front page news. All right. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up now. Phone lines are wide open. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Wake up, wake up. Wake your ass. This is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're mad or blessed, we want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? Hey, this your boy, Tony Ward from the GMP, my man. What's up, man? Get it off your chest, bro. Hey, yo, first of all, real quick, I'd like to give a shout-out to my mom. She passed away last week. Damn, sorry to hear that, brother. Sending you healing energy. Sending you and your family healing energy, King. Hey, I appreciate that. Much love. Um, real curious question. Um, why I never heard like a concept for disabled. Okay. For what? Like, disabled. For, like, disabled. Like, mm. Excuse me for my stutter. I have. That's okay. Okay. Um, it's been plenty of times I hear, "Hey, be the AC caller, and you can win." But I can't call and hang up. This is sad. This is an app. You know what I'm saying? Well, good. Uh, we don't even give away prizes. You must be talking about your local radio station that you listen to the Breakfast I mean, Club on. It is, it is anything, you know what I'm saying? I mean, it's always a lopsided thing to me. I okay. Always... So we need to be more aware of who's getting these prizes and make it more accessible yeah. for everybody? Absolutely. I mean, come on. Yeah, you can go on the website and register, brother. Yeah. How about that? You hold on. We're going to give you something, man. You hold on, right? You ain't got nothing to get this, man. Stop lying. You got a book? I'll give him some car challenges. He don't want no damn book. Hey, 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 hey. I have a real big thing after that. All right. Like I said, I have Parkinson's and multiple right? And I have a new mark these days, little 
controller, DJ controller. Mm-hmm. Um, I bought it, but for some reason, this time they said they don't have my warranty, and I feel like I would have Hey, DJ, here, I know. No, you can bless me with an old DJ controller. There the you go. That's easy. Envy got that. You don't even DJ no more, Envy. Okay. Envy don't even use his equipment no more. Give him all your equipment. No, nah, I use my equipment. Controllers is about $5,000 right now, $3,900. See? <laughs> I had you for a book and some coins. See what I'm saying? Now you're on your own, brother. I'm sorry, brother. And Envy ready to hang up on you, too. Don't hang up on that, man. No, don't hang up on that, man. Don't hang up on that, man. I didn't hang up. That, that, that's disrespectful you hang up on that man him. I put him on hold you did not put him on hold you told the man have a good day listen he's right there hello hello hey that was cold blood that's no, right hold hey hold I'm gonna hold make hold Envy hold give hold you all his DJ equipment he don't use it no more no that way that was cold my DJ blooded I was trying to get a man some Carcella merch no that man don't want that that man don't want that you said you you the one who volunteered to give him something I told you dumbass not to give him nothing I told him what I was giving him I told you don't give him nothing I told you you ain't had nothing for him but no no you want to be Mr. Good Guy. I say Carcella merch in a book. Man, God bless him. I, I give him a prayer. I send him some healing energy. There you go. Well, I was going to give you that. No. Nope. Charlamagne recommended I healing energy. I sent him a energy. book. I got a bunch of books up here to and send And I got a bunch of Carcella merch to send him. Okay. All right. Get it off your chest. 800-585-104. I ain't going to call up here asking for a $5,000 controller. He didn't, no, don't get mad at him. The man, your man closed mouth, don't get fed. He right. He, sh- he took his shot. Are and you sure? told him no. There's nothing wrong you with that. No, no, he didn't miss. There's nothing wrong with that. See that in life, you might ask for it. But you may not get it. And you got to accept it if you don't get it. That's fine. Get it off your chest. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. This is your time to get it off your chest, whether you're mad or blessed. So you better have the same energy. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? My name's Jay. Good morning. Jay, what's up? Get it off your chest. Man, I was talking to this girl one time. And she left talking to me to go talk to another guy. And all she ended up doing with that guy was even up back in her parents' house, back to home and single. I tried to make her life better, but women don't want to be better. Well, look at God and send her healing energy, sir. <laughs> wish her well. I'm serious. We don't have time to hate nobody. We either love you, wish you well, or send you healing energy. Send her some healing energy. Amen. Wish her well. Amen. And if she call you, just be like, hey, man, I'm just sending you healing energy, and I hope you get up out your mom house sometime soon, man. Have a blessed day. You too. No, not me. Name the girl, man. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, who's this? What's going on, man? This is Jamal calling from Raleigh, North Carolina. Jamal, what's up, man? Get it off your chest. Um, yeah, I just want to talk about this COVID situation, man. I think it's kind of wild, man, how the numbers are, like, uh, skyrocketing again. But everybody can have to go back to school now. I think it's a little scary. Um, I already sent my youngest child is in the first grade. I sent him to school. And the one I'm really scared about, I got a 15-year-old that's in the 10th grade. She's going to school on Monday. Um, and I'm real scared about her. They, uh, even though I live in the state, North Carolina, um, they mandating that. Uh, everybody got to have masks on. It's still just kind of like, you know. Are your kids vaccinated? Out. Your kids vaccinated, kid? Oh, my, yeah, my daughter is. My daughter is fully vaccinated. But, I mean, uh, as we see, that don't really mean much. You know? Yeah. Right. I know it's a hard yeah, time. It's hard to say what to do. People want to send their kids back to school, but then you're also concerned about COVID. Yeah. Hey, man, this is what I, this is what I tell everybody. We all navigate in uncharted territory, man. So just just protect yourself the best way you know how. If your people are fully vaccinated, cool. But then make sure they wear their masks. Make sure they practicing social distancing as much as they can. Make sure they washing their hands. That's all we can do, bro. And pray. The social distancing thing is gonna be kind of hard because, like, my son, my son's class, he has 27 kids in his class. 
Damn. Like, so, like, it's like, it's wild. Now, I, the first time I heard it, I kind of wanted to pull them out, like, right there on the spot. But, right. You know, it is what it is. The only thing we can do is have faith at a time like this, man. But remember, faith without works is dead. So all the work exactly. that people are telling us to do, do it. Social distance, wash your hands, wear your mask, all that good stuff. Exactly. Damn, right, bro. Bro. Uh, yeah, I appreciate y'all for talking to me, man. I listen to y'all every morning, man. Y'all keep doing y'all thing. Appreciate right, you, man. King. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. We got rumors on the way? Yes. And let's talk about Soldier Boy. Tell him he assigned somebody to his label, and he says they are going to make history. Let's see if you agree. All right. We'll get into that next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Hey, man. Salute to my guy, Wallow, man, for a million dollars worth of game. Drop on the clues bonds for Wallow. Salute to Gilly. Wallow is who he says he is, bro. <laughs> he is always up with a master plan trying to motivate somebody. Salute to Wallow. What, he just called you? He just called me. I'm like, Wallow, I'm on the air, bro. But we, we had a little quick chat. Salute to my guy, Wallow, man. All right. Well, let's get to the rumors. Let's talk Little Wayne. It's time, time, time. She's spilling the tea. This is the Rumor Report with Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club. Well, Lil Wayne has told this story multiple times about the police officer who basically saved his life after he attempted to commit suicide at age 12. Now, Lil Wayne has offered to provide financial assistance for him should he ever need it, and he said all he has to do is just ask. So he's told this story before when he... Uh, shot himself in the chest and the police officers came to his house but there was only one police officer who helped him and that was Uncle Bob. They saw me, they as in the cops, they saw me just jump clean over me and went through the house talking about, I saw I found the drugs, I found a gun. And so it took a guy named Uncle Bob. He refused to even step over me. And that's when he went crazy. He was like, I don't give a f about no drugs. He's like, do, do you not see the baby on the ground? And so he called like one of them names, last name. Your car now. So he's told this story before, but basically now Little Wayne is saying, I'll help you out with whatever you need. He even talked about him potentially joining his team in an administrative capacity. Now, Uncle Bob has told TMZ he hasn't taken Little Wayne up on this offer just yet, but he has been in communication with Little Wayne's team. I mean, the reality of the situation is uh, that's not a Bill Wayne should have to foot alone because if Lil Wayne's not here, it's a lot of different things that do not happen in this culture of ours called hip hop. You know? Mm -hmm. So it's a lot of people that owe Uncle Bob for saving Lil Wayne's life. So salute Uncle Bob. Yes, uh, uh, his name, his real name is Robert Hubler, and he said they ran into each other in New Orleans in 2019 when Lil Wayne was making a radio appearance. All right, Kenya Moore has now won the right to show her daughter, Brooklyn Daly, on Real Housewives of Atlanta, even though the father, Mark Daly, does not want to allow it. So according to the judge, the judge did side with Kenya Moore, saying there was no evidence that Brooklyn would be in any environment that might be in the minor child's best interest or may in any way, that might not be in the minor child's best interest or may in any way be considered dangerous or inappropriate. Evidence has further shown that if Kenya is not able to involve the minor child, that it could negatively impact her ability to make money or even be employed. So as a result, Kenya does still have to inform Mark whenever Brooklyn is filming and the child can only appear in scenes that are deemed age appropriate. That's a tough one. Because mm -hmm. the father doesn't want Brooklyn on, you know, on TV and the mom does. So what do you do in that situation? Right. And I mean, the judge, I guess, sided with with Kenya because he felt like Brooklyn wouldn't be in any type of danger. And she does still have to consult with him before filming anything. But what happens if he says no? You know. Mm -hmm. All right. Now, since we're talking about Real Housewives of Atlanta, Phelan is expecting a baby. She's 32 years old. 
And she's pregnant by her boyfriend, Jalen. The reason why this is so much drama is, remember, she was the one that was married to Simon, who is now with Portia. And Simon is now engaged to Portia. And so it's just, uh, this was the messy Real Housewives of Atlanta, I guess, more than a triangle. I guess you would call it a square since there were so many people involved. So here is their announcement. Everybody wants to see the infamous belly. And um, no, I'm not eight or nine months pregnant. I am just a few months. I understand somebody else put that narrative out there that somebody was divorcing me because I was pregnant with my best friend's child. No, nor would I ever do that. I was sitting at home begging for him to come home for months. I have no idea what's going on, but question, is there a mess-free Housewives franchise? Because I was no. reading an article yesterday about <laughs> Ebony Williams in New York and no. Nat's mess, Atlanta's mess, whoever you just named, you named some town before that. What was that? Potomac. Potomac. Oh, I mess. love Potomac. No. Is there a mess-free? No. So it just thrives off mess? That's the whole point of the whole brand TV, franchise? Yes. And I think that's um, real life, right? There's messy situations. It's also what they choose to show on television, like the parts that I guess mm -hmm. they feel are the raciest because... If you just show all the, you know, amicable parts, maybe it's not that interesting it's to just, people. It's the franchise that thrives off yes, mess. Absolutely. Yeah. Right. And I saw they were saying that Real Housewives of New York is on hiatus indefinitely as they've been pushing back the reunion and all of that. So we'll see. But I saw that on Radar Online. Now, um, yeah, so I guess congratulations to them on their baby on the way. Now, Soldier Boy has... Now? Phelan. She's the one that was married to Simon. Simon's the one who is now engaged to Portia. Remember people were saying that Phelan and, <laughs> and Portia were good friends this on the show crazy. because Portia's the one that introduced her to Real Housewives Just of Atlanta. The next thing you know, Portia's with Simon. And so people were saying she was a home wrecker and yeah, she was no a idea big what friend. You're talking about. We right, talked right, about it right. on the show no previously. Doubt. No doubt. That's all. You know, yeah, no, so doubt, no, no doubt. doubt. No doubt. No doubt. Mm -hmm. Damn, they still talking. <laughs> All right, now Soldier Boy has signed a new artist to his label, and his newest artist is Chet Hanks. Big, big deal. Big deal. Mm -hmm. I love Boy, it. Yeah, man, Chet Hanks, man. My new artist signing SODMG Records. I was the first rapper to sign. I wonder if he's going to be doing like Caribbean music. Got it too. Come on, they need a new king of dance hall. We haven't had it. When the last time we had a white dance hall star? Snow? Stand Farmer. Mm -hmm. I thought that boy could wake up, wake up, hell. And we also had a oh, UB40. Who's that? I don't know who that is. You don't remember that Red, Red Wine? Oh, Red, Red Wine. <laughs> so hold on, what was the oil now? What was the oil that you used? What? What? Wasn't there oil called UD40? UB40. That's WD40. WD40, there you go. All over the Come place here. Come on now. All right, now, did Drake have COVID or not? Now, they had posted his heart was looking stressed out, the heart that he's had uh, in his head, the hair in his hairline. His haircut, yep. And they're saying it looks a little less perfect than usual. And a page that's devoted to Drake content posted, that heart is stressed. Well, Drake responded and said, I had COVID. That is grew and weird. I had to start again. It's coming back. Don't diss. So whether or not he really had COVID or he was joking, we don't know. But apparently, you know, the heart is a little that's stressed That's the wrong out. question. COVID affects your hairline? Well, since when did COVID affect your haircut? I don't know. I'm asking the wrong question. Listen, Envy's hairline grew in because he changed his diet when he went vegan. 
He did say once he got the vaccination, his hairline grew. But Emmy was coming up with all kind of stupid excuses when we all could clearly look at him and tell he got some work done. There's no work But he was just making up stuff. I didn't get no hair transplants, none of that. I didn't know COVID affects your hairline. Right. It affects your hair. All this time you've been putting Monistat 7 on your hairline, you could have been... I ain't did that in years. I haven't done that since Tiffany Haddish told me to do that. Tiffany told me to do that a few years ago. That was not a few years ago. That was during COVID. That was during COVID. Oh, you're right. When you tried that Monistat 7 on your forehead. absolutely right. You put in that and castor oil. Monistat 7 and castor Coming here smelling like. <laughs> I still don't know if Tiffany was playing with me or not, but my dumb ass sure tried it. It didn't work. You said it I worked. Don't know. It felt like it worked. It yeah, did you not said work. it worked. Well, my remember... hair was growing out, but it could have been that I hadn't been getting a haircut because of COVID, too. That'll do it. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> All right, well, that is your rumor report. I got something that I, that you could put on your head. <laughs> yeah, I got something that you could put on your chin. I got something that make your hair grow. I got something that'll make your hair grow. I got something that'll make I mean, it's smooth, too. It's maybe You can just rub it in. Rub it in like lotion. Yep, yep. I got you. Just like lotion. I got you. I need you to help me, though. I'm going to need you to help me get it out, but I got you. All right. I got you. All right. Front page news next. What are we talking about? Uh, <laughs> Afghanistan. All right. We'll get into that next. It's Speaking of pulling out. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. It's Angela Yee. Feel tired and out of it? You could be dealing with junk sleep from sleeping on the wrong mattress. The Mattress Firm sleep experts will match you to the perfect mattress and help you unjunk your sleep. Visit mattressfirm.com or a Mattress Firm store today. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front page news. Where are we starting, Yee? Well, let's start with Afghanistan and these missteps that have happened as the United States military has left Afghanistan. And right now, uh, Joe Biden is saying that he believes that, to his core, it is wrong to order American troops to step up when Afghanistan's owned armed forces would not. He also took responsibility, but it seems like it was more for... Uh, ending the war than for the way in that it happened. He said, I know my decision will be criticized, but I would rather take that criticism than pass it on to a fifth president. I am the president of the United States. The buck stops with me. Now, the National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan had spoken on this and he spoke about Joe Biden taking responsibility. He's taking responsibility for every decision the United States government took with respect to Afghanistan because, as he said, the buck stops with him. I am also taking responsibility, and so are my colleagues. We as a national security team collectively take responsibility for every decision, good uh, decision, uh, every decision that doesn't produce perfect outcomes. That is what responsibility is. Now, at the same time, that doesn't change the fact that there are other parties here responsible as well. Hey, nobody is questioning whether, you know, they should have been pulled out as to how. All this violence and instability could have been prevented. You still got thousands of Americans trapped on the ground there. You still got Afghan allies and partners trapped on the ground there. Right. And as of yesterday afternoon, the U.S. military has secured the airport there, reopened it to air traffic. The aim is to evacuate American citizens and allies on both government and civilian aircrafts. So hopefully now moving forward but we've been seeing a lot of pictures and things that have been happening there mm -hmm. that are really disheartening and really sad <laughs> i'm telling you if this was trump in office he would be getting slandered relentlessly relentlessly in the media now biden's getting it but you know the conversation is quite different it's, it's missteps and you know uh um, disappointment <laughs> well i'm sure trump would have been saying whatever he had to say to make it seem like he did the right thing and it biden's approval trump, did... it's not about what trump's saying it's about what are we saying like even though i don't think that even matters right now well, i'm not just... 
Because why are we comparing this to Trump? That's all hypothetical. No, I said it matters what we say. We should be putting the same pressure on them that we would put on any administration, especially being that we voted for them. Well, Biden's approval has dropped to the lowest of his seven-month presidency after the Taliban takeover. And here is what else Jake Sullivan had to say. What happens to the billions of dollars worth of weaponry that the U.S. gave Afghanistan? Does the U.S. have a plan for that, or does it remain in the Taliban? We don't have a complete picture, obviously, of where every article of defense materials has gone, but certainly a fair amount of it has fallen into the hands of the Taliban. And uh, obviously, we, we don't have a sense that they are going to readily hand it over to us at the airport. Did you see what retired U.S. Army military uh, Major Richard Ojeda said? He said $2 trillion to train and equip the Afghan military over the past 20 years. They fell in a week. It was never about real training. It was about military contractors and corporations raking in the profit. I am numb. I am sure everyone who spent years there feels the same. All right. Well, former CIA analyst Matt Zeller has slammed Joe Biden's speech on the crisis in Afghanistan and said... Uh, I felt like I watched a different speech than the rest of you guys. I was appalled. They were such a profound, profound bold-faced lie in that mm-hmm. speech. The idea we plan for every contingency. I have been personally trying to tell this administration since it took office, and I've been trying to tell our government for years that this was coming. We sent them plan after plan on how to evacuate these people. Nobody listened to us. And in addition to that, here is what Jake Sullivan has to say about Americans who are stuck and allies who are stuck in Afghanistan. There are Americans and Afghan allies who remain there. Will U.S. troops stay until everyone is out, or will they leave? So I'm not going to comment on hypotheticals. What I'm going to do is stay focused (laughs) on the task at hand, which is getting as many people out as rapidly as possible, and we will take that day by day. Jake Sullivan got to come to the front of the congregation this morning. How is that a hypothetical? You're either going to get the troops out or not. This is what I'd be saying. If that was someone from the Trump administration saying that, they would get slandered relentlessly in the media. That's why I appreciate people like Keller speaking truth to power. Imagine being an American soldier and the national security advisor for the country you you fighting for says they're not answering any hypothetical questions right, I get it. on whether or not they're coming to get you. I get it. There's a lot of soldiers that's been there for, for years and saying, we, you know, we, we've you know, risked our life to try to train these soldiers and make sure that everything was okay. And then there's a lot of soldiers that's like, hey, I, I want to get out of there. Let's get out of there. If they don't want to fight for themselves, I don't want to fight for them. Yeah, but they, it's two so, sides. You know? Right. What if you're one of those soldiers, but you're trapped over there? That's true. Well, as of yesterday, <laughs> they have, uh, the U.S. military has secured the airport and reopened it to air traffic to evacuate these citizens and allies. All right. And that is your front page news. All right. Well, let's open up the phone lines. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Clear our minds, clear our minds, clear our minds. 800 800- Five eight five one zero five one. Now this is based off of uh, people talking about this on IG. What happened? Who do you think should be served first at dinner? Right? Do you think that the husband should be served before the children at the dinner table? Huh? Yes. This is a question that was on IG. We have a. Uh, oh, let's go play, play the audio. I just saw a video of a little boy saying that he don't respect people or women who feed the the men before the children in the house. But that's my culture. Sweetheart, that's my culture. That's what I was raised to do. My mama taught me to feed the man, serve him, and deserve him. Take his plate up, put that in the kitchen, wash your dishes, give us some poom poom. That's my culture, baby. Poom-poom. He's the man of the house. If he's doing what he's supposed to be doing, baby, there should be no reason you can't serve your man. <laughs> she said, right. give him some poom poom. That's not like oxtails and gravy rice and beans hitting the table, too, now. <laughs> All right. What does the woman eat? 800. She serves everyone in the five, one. So we're asking. Do you think that the husband should be served before the children at the dinner table? I, that's a great question. I mean, I think about the in the house, like the young kids get served first, right? My two-year-old and my six-year-old. And then usually me. 
because my 13 year old's probably coming home from practice, so she's mm-hmm. washing up. Yeah, and then the wife, wife fixes her plate. Mm. Yeah. Mm. I gotta think about That's that. Usually, how it works in the crib. All right, let's talk about this. Yeah, let's talk about it when we come back. 800-585-1051 is The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Sam. It's topic time. Call 800-585-1051 to join into the discussion with The Breakfast Club. Talk about it. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, if you just join us, we're asking 800-585-1051. Now, when you guys are having dinner, do you think that the husband should be served before the children at the dinner table? That is the question. Let's start with you, Yee. I mean, I don't have any kids or husbands, so that's hard for me to say. I just think about growing up, how did it happen in my house? And I feel like my mom made our food and my dad got his own. Like, he'll just get his food himself. And then my mom would give us ours. And then when we got old enough, everybody just got their own food. Yeah, in my crib uh, in Queens, I mean, I was the only child. We all ate together. So it wasn't like somebody prepared the food first. It was... My mom called us down. Why the hell are you going back to childhood like you ain't got that. a whole wife no, and kids? Saying, at the she, house. Just said, she just said where she grew up. Oh. Now when now now it's usually um my wife will fix my plate while I fix the kids' plates, or I'll fix mine and my wife's plate while she makes the, no. the kids' plate. But the youngest one always gets their food first because we usually gotta cut it up. We yeah, chop it up or, I, Yeah, I feel like my mom did the cooking, so my dad kind of, you know, got his own stuff because she was still getting everything together. No, in my crib, it's definitely the youngest kids eat first. I got a, a, a two-year-old, about to be three-year-old, and a six-year-old. They get served first. And then after that, it's kind of just like a free fall. You know what I mean? We got a 13-year-old. She on her own. You got to fix your own damn plate. Even though my wife still fixes her plate, but she definitely gets served last, last after the other kids. And then, yeah, I just, I, I get in the mix at some point. Either I mix fix my own plate or my wife fix my own plate. And, and, the wife, and my wife eats with the kids. So, technically, me and my 13-year-old, the last... To eat. Now my wife is usually the last to eat because she's usually helping me cut the, the the food up or she's making sure the kids. My, my, my Your wife, wife don't this, eat with the young kids. Like my wife eats with the young kids. Like she serves she, them you know and she my makes her plate this, and then she goes sits with them and eats. My wife has this huge phobia of the kids choking. Say me too. Like huge, huge. And, and shout to uh, there was a DJ who's a uh, who's a uh, kid. He passed away. He got he choked on a, yeah. a, a, some uh, a chicken nugget. So after that story, my wife is like very serious. I, like my kids, can't, my kids can't eat in the car. If my kids are eating, somebody adult has to be there with them. Like my kid has a phobia of that, so she usually sits with them to make sure that she, that they eat. So she usually eats last. But that, but my, my wife eats with them, so it's like mm-hmm. the t- two youngest kids get their f- plate fixed. My wife fixes her plate, sits with them and eats, and then it's like you know me. And, I'm either working out, or my my oldest daughter is at cheerleading practice or something. So we're always the last to eat. So do you guys ever cook and then? No, nah, why would I do that? We just talked about kids choking. Why would I ever want to cook my kids a meal? I no, can't I do cook. breakfast. I do the breakfast. I'm the breakfast guy. I do the French toast, the pancakes, nah, the sausage, the eggs, mm-hmm. the bacon. That's me. I do. Breakfast. I know my lane. I'm terrible in the kitchen. I'm good money on breakfast. Mm-mm. All right. Well, let's like, open up the phone line. I heard about your turkey sausage. You heard about my sausage. I don't eat pork, sir. Hello, who's this? This is Charlene from Detroit. Hey, Charlene. What up, Dow? What I told you, Dylan, how you doing? I'm good. Hello, Hey. Peace, Queen. How are you? Now, do you think that the husband should be served before the children at the dinner table, Mama? No, sir. The husband served after the little one. I agree. You served your husband. You served your husband, but you served him after you served the little ones because they can't serve themselves. That's Absolutely. right. 
Yeah, and, especially the little ones. Like we said, we ch you got to chop up, uh, chop up their food and all that. So yeah, there you go. Yeah, there you go. If he can't wait to eat, then he needs to fix his own. That's right. And as a man, I don't want to be eating before my kids. You know what I'm saying? Like you sitting down eating, and the kids looking at you while you eating, waiting to eat. No, let the kids eat first. Now I know one time, at one time I, I I think that was the thing because I know there was there was, there was always this thing where. The man got the, the chicken breast, and then the kids got the oh other thing. The big piece of chicken. Yeah, the big piece of you chicken. You got that from Chris Rock. No, nah, but that, that was a fact, though, because my dad usually got the big piece of chicken. Well, he should. He's the man. Right. Well, that's what it is. Eat more. He's yeah. <laughs> probably the biggest person in the house. Yeah, yeah. The biggest person in the house should get that, the largest portion. But now, you know, if that was the case, Logan is, because Logan eats, he plays football. Logan should get the big piece of chicken. He's the man of the goddamn yeah, house. Shut up, man. If you can slam your daddy, he can't slam Logan daddy. can slam his daddy. He can't slam if you can daddy. slam your daddy, you get the big piece of chicken. Salute the big Logan. We don't call him little Logan. That's big Logan. Y'all yeah, seen your back on Instagram. All right. Hey, yo, why you looking at that boy back, man? You posted. <laughs> Hello, who's this? It's Angeline. Hey, Angeline. Good morning. Good morning. Now, who do you think should uh, be served first, the husband or the children? Um, The husband typically gets served first. He's the one who goes out into the world typically. Um, I mean, the women are going out into the world too now, but... I know, that's it's right. It's always been customary and traditional <laughs> that the husband goes out, he comes in, he gets his place first. I think it's an age thing, too, because if you got older kids, like if you got young kids, the young kids probably get served first, and then the mom sits and eats with them. But if you got older kids in their teenage years, then yeah, probably daddy, then the kids. But you know, it's interesting that you say that because I'm looking at it now and thinking about this, and it feels like it'd be nice for guys to sometimes cook for the family. There's nothing like a guy who can cook and kind of serve the family since women, I don't have time it feels to do like... Calling in this tradition, it would be a nice thing to kind of switch it up. But I don't have time for all of that. I mean, like Ebony K. Williams said when she was here, like Ebony said, you know, if she's the curator of the house, meaning that she's going to have the home cooked meals there and she's going to curate the house, she'll do all of that. But well, I'm the man not saying every take day, but it just else. feels like it might be something nice to try. I, no. I just I just don't have time. No, I do breakfast on the weekends. No. Weekends is my time. My kids love my breakfast. So, I mean, I do breakfast. My wife does it throughout the week, but I, I do breakfast. I love doing breakfast. My kids love helping me cook breakfast, so breakfast is my team. And if and if you if if you really on the go as a husband, depending on what time you get home, you can't cook for your kids because your kids got to eat by six o'clock most of the time. That's when dinner time is for young kids, right? Oh, I ain't cooking for my kids throughout the week. <laughs> I, I work too hard. So <laughs> I'm wife, saying, if my can't... wife ain't there, Uber eats, bro. yeah, That's, or you know, or leftovers, or, or or like I do sandwiches, man. I always could do a sandwich. My kids know if wife ain't there, we are gonna have a sandwich. Well, if you cook, if you fix your kids' sandwiches for dinner, yes, that's a damn shame. Logan slam his ass. That's why <laughs> Logan. That's why Logan is able to slam you because yeah, Logan sure. getting good meals while you feeding the rest of the kids and eating sandwiches. So act like you ate right. no sandwich for dinner. I don't remember that. All right, well, this makes me really appreciate when my man cooks for me. This whole conversation. 800-585-1051. I ain't got no time. 800-585-1051. Do you think that the husband should be served before the children at the dinner table? Call us at the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Call me. Add your opinion to the Breakfast Club top. Come on. 800-585-1051. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Now, if you're just joining us, we're asking, do you think that your husband should be served before the children at the dinner table? Who's this? This is Rodney. Rodney, what do you think, man? I think since times have changed, man, uh, hmm. I think the respect for the man has been left behind because back in the day, the man was the focal point and ran the family. You know, he was the one that held everything down. 
But since things have changed, it's like women are more equal to men, so they look at things differently. So they always feed the kids first before the man, so the respect has really left out of the, to me, in my opinion, the man is not respected like he used to be. But, she, but the woman is still expected to serve you, right? Even if the kids get served first? Well, yeah. I mean, so... I cook, I, I cook, so I serve my child first, but I... If I'm with somebody, I make their plates before I make mine. But that's just the way the times have changed, I think. You know? I get what you're saying, but you know, for me, if you got little kids in the house, little kids eat first. And, you know, since the wife is probably sitting down with the little kids to eat, then, you know, she makes her plate and she eats. A man can fix his own damn plate. <laughs> like, what's wrong with that? Like, that don't bother me that I got to fix my own plate. Me neither. Hello, who's this? This is Teresa. I'm from North New Jersey. Everybody call me Hey, good morning. We're asking who eats first at the house, the husband or the children? My kids eat at first because I'm rushing to get to bed. Like, I don't want them up all night and anything. My man know he got to wait. Let's hurry up and get these kids fixed so we can have our time. That's true, too. That is, that is true, too. Get them in their bathroom, yeah, put their PJs. That's right. Put their ass to sleep. That, 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 what she said is true. It's a schedule. Kids are on a yes. schedule. Kids eat at, like, 6. They in the bath by 7. They in bed by 8. Especially when you got young ones. I got a two-year-old and a five, six-year-old in the house. They in bed. You got to go to bed. Thank you, mama. Exactly. And my man understand that. You know what it is. That's right. Hello, who's this? Action. Good morning. Morning, everybody. Morning. Um, what, go ahead. I think I do that in my household anyway. We feed children first, but I do have friends and family that feed their husbands first. So I guess it all depends on your household. But can I just add something to the Biden topic? Sure. Mm -hmm. That I think is very important. People, there are people that completely forgot that there was even a war in Iraq. I mean, Afghanistan. Afghanistan, right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's I been 20 years. So, at some point, the troops have to come home. It's been 20 years. I think at some point, they should have been able to able to take off their own country. We have enough problems here with people that don't even want to wear masks with an infection that is killing people here. Yeah, I mean, nobody's questioning whether whether we should leave or not. It, it's it's the how. And even when you said that, you know, they should be able to take care of themselves and they should be able to fight for themselves. That was the point. They spent two trillion dollars over twenty years to train them how to fight and give them equipment, but they they lost in a week. Somebody lying about what the training that they was being provided. That's what I agree with. I think that somewhere down the line something went wrong, but I think that people have to understand Trump actually started this when he was in office. Mm -hmm. He actually was saying that he wanted to meet with the Taliban and all this. So people kind of forget sometimes. But no, I think no, no, nobody's forgetting. The possibility that something went wrong and they have to own that. But I think at some point, we just have to get the truth back home. We have lost so many of them over there. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So, all right. Well, thank you for weighing in. Thank you, bye. All right. What's the moral of the story, guys? I mean, the moral of the story is y'all got to stop holding on to so many damn traditions. Okay? You got to do what works for you. And you, you never know what works for you until you're in that situation. And when you're in that situation and it's 6 o'clock and the kids got to eat and then they got to take a bath by 7 and be in bed by 8, if you're not going to help with the bathing and putting them to bed, better fix your own damn plate and get out your wife's way. Asking her to do all that. That's crazy. All right, well, we got rumors on the way? Yes, Eminem and 50 Cent back together again. We'll tell you what they're working on. All right, we'll get into that next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Good morning. Uh, what was that? How's everybody feeling? You never used to do that? Um, when you no. used to open the microphone, they used to tell you to go... 
like to loosen up your lips before you talk? Never told you that? Mm-mm. Oh, okay. Well, it seems like you loosen up your lips a lot. That's, that's, <laughs> that's, that's, yeah. You're a radio personality. That's what you do. You got to warm up, baby. Okay. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy Angela Yee, Charlemagne the God. Yes. We are The Breakfast Club. We here. How's everybody feeling? I'm doing pretty good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I like those conversations that we had just now because, you know, there is no one way to do things. Everybody, you know, should do what works for them and their household. Mm-hmm. Like, there's no... Should it be a structure though? I don't think so, right? Because you got to make adjustments. Because if it's just you and your significant other, right? Mm-hmm. Then, yeah, you might serve your man first. You know what I mean? Or sometimes the man will serve the woman. But then when y'all have kids, the little kids come first. So it's just like, you know, you're kind of selfish as a man to be like, nah, I want to eat before everybody else. I think so. I, I mean, think even, so. Even when the weekend, like I do breakfast when, when I'm home. I serve. I, I cook for everybody first. I mm-hmm. serve my wife. I serve the kids, and then after they eat, then I cook for myself. It feels like whoever cooks always eats last. Is basically what it is. Nah, that's not true. Because my, my, I the, think so. Nah, because the wife will cook, will serve the little kids, and then she'll make her plate and sit with the little kids and eat. And then you just make your own. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. But then if you made your own before she made hers, then. I mean, usually for me, I'm you know I'm either the the last person to come down in the kitchen anyway. Me and my oldest daughter, so. My wife, but like y'all on your own at this point. I used to love when, sometimes you might have to play it already in the microwave. It depends. I used to love when my mom cooked when I was growing up, but both my parents worked full time jobs. A lot of times she got home later than my dad, mm-hmm. so sometimes it was, you know, figure it out. Got you get takeout. Got you. And salute to everybody. I saw in Martha's Vineyard yesterday too at Salt. Man, we had a great, uh, you know, book signing, book conversation for Anita Kopach, Shallow Waters, uh, her book on Yimmy Yah. Fictional novel is out right now everywhere you buy a book, so go grab that. And we had a great conversation yesterday. Yes, indeed. All right. Well, let's get ready for rumors. I know you guys want to talk about this, but Kanye, when is this album coming out? And is he about to have another listening event? Kanye's right. a genius. Well, I just keep I, I thought about this yesterday. We'll talk about it. No, no, we'll talk about it. I thought I thought about this on the on the on the quick thirty three minute flight to Martha's Venue yesterday. All right, he's we'll a get, genius. We'll get to that next. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Listen up. It's just in. All the gossip. gossip. The rumor report. Gossip. With Angela. Angela Yee. It's the rumor report. The Breakfast Club. All right. So, are you guys ready for a third Donda listening event? What yes. do you think? I saw on Fake Shore Drive they posted Donda listening party in Chicago. So whether or not that's true, who knows? But <clears throat> Kanye right now is in L.A. He was spotted shopping and so he's finally out the uh, Mercedes Benz Arena, huh? Yeah, he's been out of there. So he probably do Wrigley's Field or something like that, right? I mean, if it is true, what Kanye is doing is genius, all right? Like, cause this album is about his mom. It's called Donda. So he had to create a masterpiece. If you name an album after your mom, you would want it to be a classic. So you have to make sure the music is right. But also you want it to be commercially successful as well. So you got to build anticipation for it. Ye's last couple of albums, if we're being honest, didn't have a sense of urgency to them. Like consumers didn't feel like I need to hear this. But with this, he's building it up so much by, you know, having all these listening parties that he's building hype for it. It's become the most talked about album of 2021. And the fact the album named after his mom, he did two listenings in his birthplace ATL. Now he's going to take it the way he was raised in Chicago. It's genius. And, it, it, it's genius. and he's doing right by a project named after his mom. This is genius. All right. Well, they're saying now the date that Donda is expected to arrive is August 22nd. I mean, at this point, you might as well just wait. You might as well wait till his mom's birthday. When's his mom's birthday? I don't know. I don't know either, but 
his point. <laughs> but he, doing this, but doing the way he's doing it, man, yeah. he's 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 doing, doing it he right. Raised, uh, then yes. he'll do one where he signed he, his first. He, no, he did deal. it in his birthplace. Then he'll do it where he lives. He was born in Atlanta. Then he'll do it where where's that ranch? No, that these are to? things connected to his mom. He was born in Atlanta, so he did it twice in Atlanta. Now he's doing it where he was raised with his mom in Chicago. I just, I just think the way I think he's doing right by a project named after his mom. I'm not we don't kidding. know what this album's about to sound like too, because we've been hearing these different listening sessions. So you've been hearing some things. We don't know what's going to make it onto the final I, one. I, man, I think it's genius. Jay Z couldn't even tell him no for a verse. Okay, this album's about his mom. Jay didn't come to his wedding, but you can't deny a verse for an album dedicated to your mother. You know what I mean? I, I think it's genius. All right, well, we'll keep you updated on what's going on with Kanye and his Donda album. Now, Facebook is scrubbing hateful comments directed at Lizzo from their social media platforms. And some people are even getting their accounts removed. According to sources at Facebook, the company has already removed a number of comments that were left on her Facebook and Instagram posts, and they'll continue reviewing reports of hateful comments. What about the rest of us? That's what I'm saying. Can Facebook and Instagram do that for me, too? Don't do us like this. You're treating us like Joe Biden treating the American troops that's still on the ground in Afghanistan. What about us? But they have been trying to come harder for people who are doing any type of violation of community guidelines around hate speech, around harassment, around bullying. So you see now, like, if you block somebody, it'll also block any other accounts that they try to make after that. So if they Mm. use... Yeah, I see that. Yeah, so they're trying to do different things. So they ain't stop them fake pages that keep popping up. On yeah, that, that's those annoying. Is hate speech bots. based off how we react to it though? What Meaning, mean? like if Lizzo had never said anything, would they even think that Lizzo was bothered by these comments? So is hate speech based off what how we react to something? I mean, I think there's also keywords that you can target and see, you know, what people are saying. But yeah. I mean, you know, she she's getting a lot of fat phobic comments. She said people making comments about her weight, her physical appearance, what she's wearing, all of those things. So, mm. I do feel like it is a Instagram is something that you voluntarily sign up for. So that is true. they have the right to remove you if they so choose. It's you know I, I get it. People talk about freedom of speech, but it is a privately owned platform. All right, now Eminem is going to be playing White Boy Rick on 50 Cent's latest BMF series on Stars. So mm-hmm. he posted, oh, yeah, I'm bringing the big dogs out. I couldn't do a show based in Detroit without incorporating the legend Eminem. Got him to play White Boy Rick in BMF. This ish is out of here. Did you ever watch that movie, White Boy Rick? I didn't see it. To know who it is good. No. I started watching it on a plane and I fell asleep. It's a good movie. You I, guys should watch I gotta that. check it out. Because mm-hmm. I, yeah. I remember I read the BMF book. I was trying to figure out who the White Boy Rick character was mm-hmm. in the BMF store. I'm telling you, watch the movie. It's pretty interesting. But I just, I just like the fact that you know, years ago Eminem put Fifty Cent in position, and now Fifty Cent is in a position to return the favor mm-hmm. in some, in, in in some way, shape, or form. You know. All right, now City Girls says that Drake reached out for an appearance on his album for In My Feelings back on in 2018 for that Scorpion um, In My Feelings song. And they felt like they had turned the corner in their careers when this happened, but then things didn't go as planned. And I'm down for you always. We didn't ever know if the song was gonna make the album or not. We just knew that he wanted us to get a song. We both did verses. And they called us back and let us know it was gonna be on the album. But it was in a whole verse. That's what Coach was saying. <laughs> Straight chop. Just off. He like, uh uh-uh, y'all not ready for full verses yet, but I'm gonna give y'all a shot. <laughs> but it was genius because Nobody knew, and, and I, I thought that was a dope part of the record. 
Uh-huh. I thought that was genius. It made you want to hear more, right? Absolutely. So they were on the Carlos Watson show talking about that. All right, now Carlos Watson interviewed the city girl. Yes, I, gotta go I, watch I love that. that. One. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> to Ozzy Media. Wow. <laughs> All right, now Britney Spears has explained why she's been posting these topless photos. And what's going on with her? She said, no, guys, I didn't get a boob job in just a week, nor am I pregnant. I have boobs in these pics because I devoured food. Before I show you more pics of my body, I want you to understand my thoughts on exposing my skin. And my opinion is quite twisted, the immediate response of when any woman is hot and they want to shed a layer. No, I'm not talking in a strip club or a performance, just on a practical scale of being in your car and realizing you're wearing a stupid long sleeve shirt in the summer. The immediate reaction to any woman who does this after shedding a layer is, damn, I feel better. Therefore, you think you look better. I've had a billion shows where I've done that to my horror sometimes I didn't look so great too many times and it's embarrassing as F but in my imagination it felt great and then she goes on talking about how she was uh, too self-conscious about her body and how that's not attractive but she said why would I expose my body now well it's because I was born into this world naked and I honestly feel like the weight of the world has been on my shoulders and it's made me view myself that way I wanted to see myself in a lighter way naked like the way I was born and to me looking back at my pictures when I shoot it's insane the psychology and seeing myself in my purest form gives evidence that pain hurt tears and heavy burdens aren't who I am I am a woman a beautiful sensitive woman who needs to look at myself in my purest form so she's posting topless pictures on Instagram? She's been doing that. Took envy. He can't wait to go flag up. You say, you a cop! You say, he picked up his phone like, oh, so she, 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 you, got, you got 20 bricks in that bag? You got 20 bricks in that bag right there? Have you already done snitched on the gas stations in New Jersey today? How many times you done flagged it? Tell the truth, man. <laughs> now tell he's about truth. to flag Britney Spears. Tell the truth. Not only did Envy tell us all on the air about this, he actually called the police on no the shame. gas stations. He ain't got no shame in his snitching game. I ain't mad at you. I definitely did not. But had you, you didn't tell us that lies. you called the police? No, I didn't call the police. Okay. Do you get a reward for this? Tell us the truth. You get a reward for how many people you flag on Instagram for being topless? No. You and Adam work something else? I'm doing that because they, they flag my pictures, and every time I used to post a a, a strip club picture, they would take mine down. Well, when did you naked? work in the strip club? Exactly. When, when I was, was, stripping? I was strip DJing club? the strip clubs, and when I would DJ the strip clubs, they would pull the flyers down and saying that the girls were, you know, you would see stuff with that. They were in bikinis. They weren't naked, and these people are posting naked pictures. I want to know what's the difference. What's the difference? Why? Why Why can't Boosie have his page? You take Boosie page down when when the lady he had on his was was covered, but not these other people. Because why? they're white, probably. <laughs> what? Huh? Oh, say that again? I probably. don't know if that's true, but <laughs> I'm just saying, I, I would only, we can huh? always chalk it up to Is racism. It's, no, it's not. Then I'm blocking Flag away. Go away. <laughs> then I'm blocking him. I'm flagging Black away. All right, well, that is, oh, time to park. Flag away. What? That's your rumor report. What? Flag away. I'm not mad at oh, you. Oh, now you're not mad at me. Right, listen, I don't have nothing right. to do with it. I don't not follow right. Britney Spears in no way. Me God neither. bless her. But I'm sending her healing energy. And I'm flagging her. All right, who are you giving your donkey to? Wow. Uh, we need Jake Sullivan, U.S. National Security Advisor, to come to the front of the congregation. We'd like to have a word with him, please. All right, we'll get to that next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. It's Angela Yee. Feel tired and out of it? You could be dealing with junk sleep from sleeping on the wrong mattress. The Mattress Firm sleep experts will match you to the perfect mattress and help you unjunk your sleep. Visit mattressfirm.com or a Mattress Firm store today. This is a miracle. There is no question that there are problems in this country between police and community. Yes, you are 
a donkey. To the latest on that police killing of a black man. Now to new developments in the deadly spa shooting rampage. Um, and yesterday was a really bad day for him, and this is what he did. And so we are in a state of emergency. Okay, white supremacist violence is and always has been the number one threat to our society. But I'm also very proud that my wife, wife is, is white. The, the Breakfast Club, bitches. All right, Sean, please tell me, why was I your donkey of the day? Well, donkey of the day for Wednesday, August 18th goes to U.S. National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan. I mean, listen, there's a 20-year-long list of donkeys we could pin the tail on in regards to the disaster in Afghanistan, but we shall focus on Jake Sullivan today because of the comments he made yesterday at a press conference about the situation. There is nothing I love more than watching people cape and make excuses for Democrats when they are wrong. Okay, remember how we sat back for four years and couldn't believe how Republicans were caping for Trump and going along with everything he did wrong? We've all heard the phrase in political circles, uh, Democrats fall in love with their elected officials, Republicans fall in line. Well, uh, I see a lot of Democrats falling in line right now. They're still in love, but they're falling in line. And Eve told us, love is blind and it will take over your mind. What you think is love is truly not. You need to elevate and find. Find what? Find out these folks, Republican and Democrat, are two wings on the same bird. And we all just numbers to them. That's it. Numbers that keep them in power. If you think for one second these folks care about you because they care about actual human beings, you are bugging. Now, Joe Biden is being criticized for having a weak pullout game. Uh, he has removed troops from Afghanistan. Let's listen to hear what he had to say about it. Afghanistan political leaders gave up and fled the country. The Afghan military collapsed sometime without trying to fight. If anything, the developments of the past week reinforced that ending U.S. military involvement in Afghanistan now was the right decision. American troops cannot and should not be fighting in a war that Afghan forces are not willing to fight for themselves. I mean, if F those people, that's not our problem anymore as a person. Okay, Joe said, if y'all not willing to fight for yourselves, we can't fight for you no more. I don't disagree with that, but I thought they spent $2 trillion to teach them how to fight. I thought that money was to train and equip the Afghan military over the past 20 years on how to fight. And they fell in a week. Somebody lying about the training. Okay, I agree with Major Richard Ojeda. I think that's how you say his last name, Ojeda. Richard Ojeda, Major Richard Ojeda. Uh, it was about military contractors and corporations raking in the profits. And, you know, nobody is questioning whether we should leave. It's the how. Okay, all this violence and instability could have probably been prevented. All of this could have been cleaner. Okay, you still got thousands of Americans trapped on the ground there. You still got Afghan allies and partners on the ground there. And that leads me to U.S. National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan. Yesterday during a press conference, Jake was asked what U.S. troops would do if all Americans and allies aren't evacuated from Afghanistan by President Biden's August 31st deadline. Would you like to hear the question and how it was answered? Let's go to, I don't know what the news report is, but let's go to it. There are Americans and Afghan allies who remain there. Will U.S. troops stay until everyone is out or will they leave? So I'm not going to comment on hypotheticals. What I'm going to do is stay focused on the task at hand, which is getting as many people out as rapidly as possible. And we will take that day by day. I just don't see how that's a hypothetical. Can I hear it one more time, please? Maybe I'm confused. There are Americans and Afghan allies who remain there. Will U.S. troops stay until everyone is out or will they leave? So I'm not going to comment on hypotheticals. What I'm going to do is stay focused on the task at hand, which is getting as many people out as rapidly as possible. And we will take that day by day. How is that a hypothetical? You can't commit to getting American troops and the allies that fought with them out after all these years. I mean, he said he's focused on the task at hand, which is getting as many people out as possible, but they're taking it day by day. If that's the case, 
how can you say you wouldn't comment on hypotheticals? How is getting the troops out of hypothetical? Imagine being an American soldier and an ally and the national security advisor for the country you fight for says they're not answering any hypothetical questions on whether or not they're coming to get you. This really shows that packaging and presentation is all that matters because if Trump was in office right now, if that was someone from the Trump administration, they would be calling him incompetent, saying he lacked empathy. They would be saying he wasn't fit for the job. I mean, Jesus Christ, man. You know, it's... I, I, I don't know. They'd be calling him a monster. They'd be saying he had no compassion. Okay, but when Biden and people from his administration do it, folks can understand. This is why I appreciated what former CIA analyst Matt Zeller said in the media in regards to Biden's speech because he spoke truth to power. Listen to what uh, Matt Zeller's had to say. I feel like I watched a different speech than the rest of you guys. I was appalled. There was such a profound, bold-faced lie in that speech. The idea that we planned for every contingency I have been personally trying to tell this administration since it took office. I've been trying to tell our government for years that this was coming. We sent them plan after plan on how to evacuate these people. Nobody listened to us. My fellow Americans, it is absolutely okay to criticize your elected officials, even if you voted for them, especially if you voted for them. All right, to sit around and act like their wrongs are right when we know their wrongs are, well, wrongs. Okay, is wrong. All right, Joe Biden even admitted, you know, that this is on him. He said it himself. The buck stops with me. And yet you still got these political pundits, TV analysts and Democratic lifers who are in love with their party and Joe so much that they won't even let Joe own his role in this mess. I need y'all to keep that same energy that you would have for Trump or any Trump supporter or any conservative you don't like. All right. Don't just criticize people that you don't like. Don't just criticize folks that are in a party that's different from yours, because when you do that, it makes me believe you don't actually care about right or wrong. You care about your party over the people and your relationship with that party over the people. Because at the end of the day, that's what it's about, the people. It's about human lives. Well, at least that's what it should be about, but it's not. It's about politics. It's always about politics. And this is simply politics as usual. Please let Remy Ma give Jake Sullivan the biggest hee-haw. Hee-haw, hee-haw, you stupid mother are you dumb. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, thank you for that donkey today. Yes, ma'am. Up next, Ask Ye. 800-585-1051. If you need relationship advice or any type of advice, hit ye right now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Come on. Need relationship advice? Need personal advice? Just need real advice. Call up now for Ask Ye. Keep it real. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. It's time for Ask Yee. If you need relationship advice or any type of advice, you can call her, 800-585-1051. Hello, who's this? What's going on, DJ Envy? This is Cam from Chicago. What up, man? What's your question for Yee? Man, well, good morning, everybody. Uh, good morning. My question for Yee is, uh, basically, I've been with my girl since I was, like, 16, 17 and we expected, I'm 22 right now, we expected a child together. And we both stay with our people, but mm -hmm. I'm looking to get my own place right now. And she really wants to stand together, but I'm not willing to do that right now. Okay. I just want to know, if, am I wrong for feeling that way? Well, okay, so you guys have been together five or six years. You have a baby on the way. Why don't you want to live with her? Um, I'm a, I don't know the real reason. Like, I just like, I really like my space. I love to be by myself. I'm a tourist. I don't know. I just, 
I just don't want to be. I don't like. I don't even want to see my girl every single day of the week. Type, type stuff. I mean, I'm sorry. Have you ever lived by yourself? Uh, no. So I can understand that, right? You want to live by yourself for a little while before you're locked in uh, permanently. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so is this a make or break it for your relationship? Um, I can't say that. I don't, I don't think so, but I just don't know what it'll be like. I feel like it'll be more bad than good if we did. Right. Well, I say this, and I always tell people when you ask... If the other person is pressuring you for you to live together and you don't want to do it, you shouldn't do it until you're ready. So the fact of the matter is you can still be a good parent. I'm sure she'll be able to come to your house whenever she feels like it, right? Yeah, of course. And you'll be with her. And so if this is what you want right now and this is the living arrangement, it's not permanent. And so you can do this for a year or, or who knows, maybe you'll do it for two or three months and change your mind. But the fact of the matter is, don't do what you don't want to do. If you don't want to live together, you don't have to. Thank you so much. Right. I love y'all so. Charlamagne, what up, boy? Peace, King. How you, brother? <laughs> I'm great. I watch y'all every morning. Thank you, black man. Appreciate you. All right. Be a yeah. good dad. Congratulations. I appreciate it. Yeah. Here's some real advice with Angela Yee. It's Ask Yee. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the God. We are the Breakfast Club. We're in the middle of Ask Yee. Hello, who's this? Hi, this is uh, Nate. Okay, right, Nate. <laughs> What's your question for Yee? So, here's the scenario. I got a friend of mine who invites his girlfriend over with, you know, his bud, and then he kind of acts out. He kind of acts like big, you know? He calls his girlfriend big, you know, just starts cussing for no reason. Like, not even with a joke or anything. So he's uh, verbally abusive to his girlfriend. Well, not so much to his girlfriend. It's just like he acts completely different. He calls her names? I don't know what it is. I'm, I'm, yeah, you know, give me an example. Okay, so, say for example, like, you know, we, we you know, going to figure out where we're going to eat or hang tonight, and then... She like throws that idea, and she's like, and he's like, yo, that's stupid. So he tells her that it's stupid. Yeah, you know, just kind of like going extra about it. Right. You know what? I would say you should have a conversation with him when she's not around or not listening, and be like, yo, why do you talk to her like that? It's disrespectful, and it makes me uncomfortable. I've had to do that. Yeah. Well, yeah. I'm like, I'm kind of pulling him to the side. Like, I, like, I, if I even asked him about it, like, dude, why are you doing? He's like, I don't know. It's just like I'm calling. Like I try to show up, trying to show you know. Um, yeah. Like I got big energy. I'm like, nah, bro, that ain't big. That's like little. It actually feels like uh, insecure <laughs> loser energy. Right. Yeah, and yeah. listen, if you've told him, you know, to the side, you should point it out to him when it happens. Right. You got to call people out on their ish, you know. Especially if you, if that's your friend for real. You know, you're not doing him a service by letting him do those things in front of you. And I would call him out. When he does it, I would say, why are you talking to her like that? It's disrespectful. Right. I mean, obviously, you know, I mean, I know the situation is true. I don't want to, like, you know, embarrass him in front of everybody. Well, he's embarrassing himself. He's embarrassing himself in front of everybody. And you've already told him how you feel. You know, to the side, he hasn't changed his behavior. And I wouldn't want to be friends with somebody that spoke to women like that. Right. I just feel so weird about it because, like, man, I don't even do that to my girlfriend. So why is he doing this? Right, and listen, I just have to say, when things like that happen in front of you, and if you don't say anything, it makes it seem like you're okay with it. Damn, I didn't think of it like that. 
So you do have a responsibility. That, that is true. That is true. Okay. Well, All right. Well, I'm glad that, that you are a real man and you know how to speak to a woman. <laughs> I appreciate that a lot. That means a lot. All right. Take care. Yes, ma'am. You do all right, ask Yee, 800-585-1051. If you need relationship advice, you can hit Yee. Now we got rumors on the way. Yes, and find out what NBA player says that you do not need school. You do not need school to learn, and school does not teach you ish. All right, we'll find out that next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Hey. Hey, 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 hey. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Here all right, let's get to the rumors. Let's talk R. Kelly. This is the Rumor Report with Angela Yee. Rumor has it. Rumor, rumor, rumor. On the Breakfast Club. So listen up. Well, R. Kelly, opening arguments start today for a trial that's expected to last between six and eight weeks. There are 12 anonymous jurors, seven men and five women, and six alternates. They were all selected last week, and they'll be the only members of the public with an in-person view of the trial. The judge did rule that they are not going to allow members of the public or media in the courtroom, and that's due in part to COVID restrictions. This trial was delayed several times because of the pandemic. And there's going to be some very explicit details about his alleged abuses, including testimony from some female accusers and at least one male accuser. According to prosecutors, they're arguing that R. Kelly used an entourage of managers, bodyguards, and other people as well to recruit women and girls at concerts for him to have sex with and abuse and recorded those activities. He, they also accuse him of requiring victims to obey strict rules, like they can only uh, go outside with his permission and wear baggy clothes outside of his presence. They weren't allowed to look at other men and things like that. So he is facing decades in prison if he is convicted of the most serious charges. Now, on his behalf, he's saying that these are just uh, disgruntled people that he used to deal with. It's the first of many trials, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So even after this, he's do- he does still face sex-related charges in Illinois and in Minnesota, where he also has pleaded not guilty as well. Whew. So this is going to be interesting um, for us to watch to see if these women are going to be able to, you know, they're going to speak out at this as well. So Mm -hmm. it'll be interesting. All right. Now, T-Pain has revealed the list of features that he still has to record. And it's like 18 different artists, producers, and DJs that he has promised to feature. Among them, uh, Ty Dolla Sign, Kelly Rowland, Young Blue, Murder Beats, Tech 9 and more. It's a list that he posted he hasn't done yet, but he said he's gotten this list together since... Uh, a while back and he's promised to deliver to these people. So I seen Big Tig on that list too. Yeah, Big Tig is on there. See, I, and that's what I'm saying. I think Gary Owen. <laughs> I think we're seeing too much of the food Erica being made Banks. nowadays. You know what I mean? Like, I don't I don't know if I want to see all of that because what if some of those people on there were trying to surprise folks with music? That's true. Or, you know? uh, or some of I thought he was joking to be honest with you because I was looking at the list. I was like, half, most of these people are not even artists. That's what I said. Like, I was confused with it but I mean, hey, you never know. I mean, some of them's producers. Gary Owen says he's going to do an outro for him for something. Mm. I don't know what it is, but these are the people he's planning to work with and do things with. Okay. All right. Now, LaMelo Ball has said that he has no regrets about skipping college for the NBA. And he did an interview with GQ. They profiled him. He's 19 years old. And he talked about leaving high school and skipping college to play uh, professionally overseas on the way to the NBA. He said, you want to go to the league, so school's not your priority. We're not tripping off school. We're not dumb. We know how to learn. We don't need school, and school's not even teaching you-ish. What the F is school? 
He also said that he believes the NCAA must provide more options for elite players to make money on the way to the NBA as well. Now, he did go on social media after this came out to offer some clarification to comments that he made about not needing school. He posted, let me rephrase, school not for everybody. Now, if you want to be a doctor, better take that ass to school. So please don't be going to your mamas talking about some I don't want to do school. Mella says you don't need it when you're not like that and not all the way invested in your plan A, and which in my case was the league. I mean, he's he not he's not wrong. Like, yeah, if you want to go to school, if you want to be a doctor, you want to be a lawyer, you want to be an engineer, you, you go school. to school. But Absolutely. yeah, he, he's not wrong. I tell people, I didn't go to college, but I tell folks, like, if you don't necessarily know what it is you want to do, those four years are not going to hurt you. Yeah, you I know? don't know that I would say we don't need school and school's not teaching you-ish and what the F is school. It's not I teaching you things that you use in the real world. Well, for some people it does. It depends. Like, I feel well, like a lot of things... It depends what you want to do. We said that just now. Yeah. We said yeah. if you're a lawyer, if you're a doctor, do. if you're an yeah. engineer, but we have this conversation all the time. They don't teach financial literacy. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? They don't have social and emotional learning for people to even deal with their own mental health and their own emotional intelligence. Well, like they had psychology. It, I took that when I was in, in college. Mm. That's took, college, though. Right, that's what he's, that's talking he's talking about. about college. Oh, I thought he was talking about, he's talking about college. No, he's talking about college. How okay. he, he didn't go to college and yeah, he skipped college to skipped play college. professionally yeah. overseas. I just, I mean, I just think that there's a lot of things that they teach you in those schools that you don't necessarily use in the real world. But there's that specific, there's specific industries you have to go to school yeah. to get in. Like you said, lawyer, doctor, yes, engineer, engineer. Well, I, I appreciated college. I'm not any of those things, but I feel like I did learn a lot. I wouldn't say that school doesn't teach you ish. I wouldn't say that. You know, but Does it teach you things that you use. You think you use every day. Yeah, I learned how it to. Uh, yeah, it does. But I learned it, screenwriting. But and it also teaches you a lot of uh, ish that you'll never use ever again in your life. Because you say this all the time, and you've been saying it since your daughter started college. Curriculum needs to but change. she's in yes, college. I agree. Right? Isn't she taking things that she's planning to use? Uh, yeah, she's taking. Uh, that was the reason why she went to NYU because they have real estate classes right. where they teach about real estate, but. Every, for instance, HBCU didn't have real estate as a major. They mm-hmm. don't teach that as a major. So I want her to do something that, you know, that she wants to do. And that's what she wanted to right. do. You also pick a college that is probably better for what it is that you want. Like if that's what you want to do and this college offers these courses and that's what they're great at, you would pick a school I think like that. that. Thing, that's yeah. the biggest thing, figuring out what it is that you want to do. Mm-hmm. But I also feel like she gets a, a lot more education in her field by going to the office than, than actually learning in school sometimes. Nothing beats experience. Yeah, and you can also get great internships from going to school because that's how I got all my internships mm-hmm. was from the Career Resource Center from alumni that went to my college. I got an internship. I didn't go to college. I'm saying there's no one size fits all, <laughs> but saying. I would not there's say no that you don't do learn anything in school. I don't think that's true. I've heard people say that. He's not the first person I've heard say that. Nothing. Now you learn a lot in school. I mean, this might, might not be anything to what you, what your career is, but you definitely learn a lot. But you also learn a lot of ish that you'll never use again in your life. And that's, what, that's what I hear. And you, sometimes people switch careers too, so you can go to school and learn some fundamentals. And you know, there's a lot of things that you kind of don't even realize you'll need later. Yeah, and, what, and I always wonder about those. To change. I, I always wonder about the kids who go to college all that time and then they can't even find a job once they get out. And that's a and that's another big thing. I hear that so I know much. a lot of people that that went to college, got the degree, and they couldn't find a job after mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. all right well that is your rumor report all right thank you miss Yee. all right now um oh, and to- can i give a shout out to angela Yee day that's coming up i know we're going to talk about this later but august 28th i'll be announcing who some of the i'm trying to make sure that it's safe so you know i got my own day a couple of years ago so the first year i did it in person vp records was a big part of that they got a lot of artists to come out and perform for me we had christopher martin there uh, we had a lot of surprise guests that came through as well we had busy signal it's also right before the west indian american day parade in new york so 
that's why I really focus on the Caribbean theme because I'm also half West Indian. Last year we did it virtually and a lot of great artists. Beanie Man kind of closed that show out for us. And we had cast. We had a lot of great artists. And this year we're going to do the same thing. And I'll be making some announcements shortly. And it's sponsored by Chick-fil-A. All right. Well, Revolt, we'll see you tomorrow. Everybody else, the People's Choice Mix is up next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. What up, y'all? It's DJ Envy here. Now, Samsung is blowing people's minds right now. The new Samsung Galaxy Z Fold 3 5G literally unfolds into a tablet. And the new Z Flip 3 5G folds to fit in the palm of your hand. Insane. Pre-order yours now at Samsung.com. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Good morning. How are you, DJ Envy? And as I was stating earlier, August 28th is Angela Yee Day. So I just want to shout out everybody who has participated in the past. Uh, you know, I always team up with VP Records. And shout out to my girls, uh, Chelsea and Jennifer, who always help out as well. But it's going to be a fun day with music. There's going to be business development services. We're going to have food from Chick-fil-A. Uh, artists, games, a whole lot of things. It's at Restoration Plaza in Brooklyn. It's completely free for everybody from 12 to 5 on a Saturday. I'm also doing my grand opening for my coffee shop, Coffee Uplift People. So next week is a really busy, amazing week. I want to thank all of our partners who are involved with this. Thank you, everybody from Power 105 and iHeartMedia for helping to put this together. Just something really fun for the community. Um, you know, we've done double dutch aerobics there as well, where we taught people how to jump double dutch in less than two minutes minutes. We had the hair braiding competition. We had amazing performances. I know that right now things are a little bit crazy in the world, but we just want to bring some fun activities for people that's completely free. And so make sure y'all come out on the 28th, 12 p.m. to 5 p.m. Angela Yee Day. Again, that's at Restoration Plaza in Brooklyn and come and celebrate with me. All right. I'll be out there now. When we come back, we got the positive notes. So don't move. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Now, again, October 30th, Detroit. What up, doe? We're going to be out there, Coachella uh, in Detroit, amusement rides, exotic cars, celebrity cars, and, of course, trunk or treat. So if you want to bring your kids to a, a safe place to do some trick-or-treating, wear your costume, we're we going to have a lot of fun. I'll be out there, too. Shout out to Michael uh, Saunders. And then uh, December 12th, I'm going to be in Miami doing uh, a holiday Coachella we're going to have Santas out there, toys for the kids and all that other stuff. Shout out to 33. We're just doing doing something family day, man. We have so much we have so much fun in Atlantic City and and people really miss things to do with family where you can have a good time in a safe environment. So, I can't wait to see you October 30th in Detroit. What up, though? And December 12th in Miami. All right. Now, Charlemagne. Yes, ma'am. Who you throwing the buns to? I mean, who what's your positive note? Shut up. Well, the positive note of the day is simply this. Uh remember that you asked for growth. Don't be surprised when life challenges the F out of you, okay? The price of growth is pain. Thank God for it all. Breakfast Club, bitches! Y'all finished or y'all done?